you think I'm ugly? Sexually transmitted diseases. I hate literally everything about myself. Erectile dysfunction. Low libido can have a strong effect. Low back pain. So you want to lose weight. What taught you not to be confident? Mm -hmm. Hello and thank you for joining us. I am Dawn Mugel, a board certified nurse practitioner and owner of a new Dawn Wellness Center. I'm Tatiana Britton, fitness expert and owner of Better Body with Tati. Where we will combine the world of wellness, fitness, and aesthetics to bring you the Body, Sex, and Disconnect podcast where it's okay to talk about it. Welcome back to the Body, Sex, and Disconnect podcast with Dawn here and Tatiana. We are coming back to you today to kind of finish where we left off on our last podcast. We briefly touched about exercises and fitness with Tatiana, and honestly, the whole time was eaten up previously talking about hormones and sex and vaginas. vaginas and, yeah, so, so I was like, okay, I need to turn the floor back over. <laughs> to Tati so that she can pick up where she left off and give you guys a full kind of explanation of things that you can do, um, exercises she likes, and and kind of what to expect from each one. So I am turning the floor over. Tati, it is all Here you. Here we go. Yes, we we wanted to make the whole episode about that, but then we had an awesome listener ask us that question. And like once Don and I get talking about vaginas and sex and sexual health and all of those things, I told Colin he gets it. You know, vaginas get brought up and Colin's like, let's go. I can yeah. talk for hours. Time goes out the window. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. So, and then Dawn is a busy lady, so she had to get to a patient. But um, where I kind of was trying to go with the last episode, which was kind of all over the place, was just really letting people know when it comes to starting your health and fitness journey that it's less about, like, you need to be in the gym, you need to be pushing weight, and that's going to get you further than anything. And it's more about really focusing on the biomechanics of exercise, your posture, knowing what you're doing and setting that foundation, um, especially if you cannot work with a coach or you, excuse me, cannot um, afford a gym or whatever it may be. So I kind of touch base on some exercises that are great. And I had left an important one out, but I had talked about, you know, squats, push-ups, um, lunges, I think I talked about a plank. Yep, plank hold. And then wall sits, glute bridges. Those are also very great exercises to touch base on. Um, Especially because, here's a little fun pointer for you. If you are feeling glute bridges in your back, you are doing them wrong. Glute bridges should never be felt in your back. Let's just get that across. I'll talk about that in a second. But these exercises focusing on what you're feeling and how, you know, having a mirror, look at yourself. How are you sitting? Are you slouched? Are you rounded? Are you overarching your low back? Do you even know what you're feeling or are you feeling pain? So things like that. That's what I really wanted to talk about on that last episode. And so that way too, like I said, if you cannot afford a coach or you can, and your coach is having you start very baby, why that is important and what that looks like. Um, or not having you start baby enough. Cause that was right. my experience. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was going to say, Dawn can test to that. Like, mm-hmm. How, okay, yeah, you were lifting more weight, and maybe initially you got progress so much faster. Right. But then you Well, it's because I, for those of you that know me, know that I struggle with some pretty long-term injuries that I've been trying to kind of recover from and get back into that gym lifestyle. Um, But I did have a trainer at one time well before I knew Tati, and 
you know, uh, God bless him. He, he wanted me to get what I wanted, which, of course, in my mind, I want what everyone else wants. I want results yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With no work. No, I'm right. just kidding. Exactly. <laughs> even, though I, even though we know it's not realistic, that's what we want. I mean, I'm going to speak for everybody here. We, I think if everyone could go into the gym and then walk out with the perfect body, all of society would be skin skinny and gorgeous and have like these have fabulous no muscles business. and yeah. <laughs> have no career. <laughs> but it's discouraging. You know, you go in, you're like, gosh, I... I worked out, I'm exhausted, and I see absolutely nothing. And, you know, we all just have to accept the fact that it just takes time, gosh darn it. It didn't Mm -hmm. take us overnight to get to where we are. It's not going to be overnight to get to where we want to be. Um, But I had a trainer that I think he was probably a little more focused on what I said I wanted versus what was best for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And Mm -hmm. I think sometimes it's hard to have that conversation. Like, I know you want that, but this is what you have to do to get there, not what you think. And, um, you know, we we didn't take baby steps. We were going as hard and fast as we could to get me there. And, of course, then I wound up injured and then back out of the gym life for another, you know, six months. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, we got to slow down and, and listen to and I think, too, even Advice. if you, Don, didn't have, like, severe back injury, but maybe you just hadn't really been in the gym a whole lot, and things like posture or actually focusing on the movement were skipped, eventually you would come to a problem where either, A, you, and I think I touched base on this, but on the last one was that, A, you are not really ever seeing results in certain muscle groups mm-hmm. because you don't know it, but you're not activating them properly, right. or B, you do end up causing an injury because you're performing a movement incorrectly or you're using something else like most people who have not had a sustained injury or they don't have impact or they haven't had injury in their past and you know they have a clear bill of health things like that and they have pain and discomfort it comes from multiple things but it's usually a muscular tightness due to a muscular compensation Mm -hmm. and something I see often is like clients who have a rounded posture um, which right now I'm like sitting like a slouch. So I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm calling over. We all just straightened up in the room. <laughs> oh, whoa, hello. <laughs> but have a rounded posture. And maybe they've been working out for like 10, 15 years and they still have this rounded posture. And they're they're doing movements like rows, um, rear doubt flies, pull downs, all these exercises that engage your postural muscles, but they're still rounded forward. And it's because they never took the time to learn, okay, when I do a row, I should feel my lats, my rear delts, my rhomboids, a.k.a. your back. I shouldn't feel my upper traps, my frontal delts, my chest. Or actually, I don't even know what I've been feeling when I've been doing that. Mm -hmm. So they have tension. They have tightness. They have postural compensations that take a long time to fix, even though they've been performing the movements, but they haven't been performing them correctly. Right. And I'll tell you, I, I challenge everyone when you're working out, whether it's at home or the gym, I challenge you to find a mirror. Mm-hmm. And do that exact same workout you've always done that you think is the right posture that looks good. And I want you to look in the mirror and see what you actually look like. And I say that because uh, it is a it's me. Exactly. Because I I mean, I knew that my posture was not great because I'm always kind of leaning over, hunched over patients, working on patients. But I I never really sat back and quite realized how bad it was until I started working out with Tati here at the office, and all of a sudden, you know, she comes up behind me, and anyone that works out with her knows she has these fingers, okay? She will come and, like, tap, 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 tap. Like, she taps the top of your shoulders or taps, you know, where you shouldn't be activating, but you are. 
And um, you don't realize, I think, or I at least, I'll speak for myself, I didn't realize how engaged my shoulders really were mm-hmm. in every single movement that yeah. I did until I had someone's finger poking at them every time they were activated. Because I'm like, oh my gosh, those are really hard. Like, like, but I am pulling them down. Yeah, I really do feel it. Colin or, is like, wow. Really yeah. Yeah. So, um, and, and another thing too is look at your feet because that was us yesterday. We were working out yesterday and then she bends down and grabs my foot and totally twists it in a direction that to me felt like it was all wonky, but it was actually straight. <laughs> straight y'all. Yeah. It was straight. Okay. So what does that tell you about how you're standing? I don't know. So I just think that yeah. we're used to the postures that we live in. Mm-hmm. And so we don't think that we have bad posture until someone straightens it out. And then it's like, oh, wow, this actually feels really awkward to stand like this. Or my Uh leg feels like it's sideways and you look down, it's perfectly straight. So... Take, pay attention. Look in a mirror. And I think that is good. Mirror and then, like, all my online clients send me exercise videos because there mm-hmm. are those little things. And I think, like, Dawn mentioning the foot thing, I think it'd be important. I want to kind of, like, not getting into too much, like, nerdy language, um, but, like, some of the main compensations that I see and that you may not know that you have. So after listening to this podcast, you can kind of look at yourself. I'm not... You know, I'm not diagnosing you with specific conditions, nor can you diagnose yourself. Um, But if you do end up working with a coach, um, they should be able to assess these things and tell you, hey, I noticed that you have A, B, and C. Here's what we do to correct it. But some of the most common things that I see, and you probably have some of these to a certain degree, um, it's just natural, but kyphosis is common. So that is the rounding of the shoulders, like that rounding of that upper back. So what that means is your postural muscles, like your shoulder blades, your rhomboids, your back muscles, basically, do not function properly. So they're they're lengthened and they're weakened. And it actually can move the positioning of your scapula. So you're actually moving, moving things. So there's kyphosis, which is rounding forward. Most of us have that if we work a desk job eight to nine hours a day. People like Dawn, who she's leaning over people all day. Um, honestly, even if you don't have a desk job, but you spend hours on your phone, it's very easy to develop mm-hmm. this. So that's a very common posture. This is usually with something called lordosis. So kyphosis lordosis is when you have your rounding of the upper, you know, the rounding of the shoulder blades, the chest falls down and forward, and you have an extreme arch in your low back. So these accompany basically why that happens with also without getting too deep into this is that your spine is all connected and it's trying to keep you up straight. So your lumbar, your low back overcompensates. So where and how you know you can have this number one is if you stand and you look at yourself in the mirror and your your tummy's out way far in front of you and you got that arch in your back like you're trying to be sexy. A lot of women like we kind of stand like that because we want to be tall and we want to stick that booty out. But if you notice your low back tends to be really, really tight when you do movements, you have pain in your traps or your neck, your frontal shoulders. If you have pain in these areas and Dawn's like me, me. and you look at yourself in the mirror and your your belly's kind of protruded out, your butt's out, you have a big arch. And your chest is rounded forward. You don't. You really can't straighten your upper back out. You probably deal with this to some extremity. Um, Dawn mentioned her foot positioning. That is that can be a whole number of things because our body is connected. But usually, that's accompanied with your knees falling in. So when you're standing there or you squat and you notice your knees cave in, that is another compensation. So your adductors inside your thighs are 
overactive pretty much. Um, but all of these, all these compensations typically are accompanied together. So start paying attention to those things. If you're working out at home and you're working on, okay, I'm working on my push-ups, my squats, my lunges, my wall sit, my plank, my glute bridge, focus on that. Making sure you're not having an overarch of the low back. Learn how to tuck your belly button into your spine. Keep your core solid. Roll your shoulders up, down, and back. That is a simple cue you can always think of. Up, down, and back, but make sure you're not overarching. Okay, and then like Dawn said, pay attention to your feet. Are you winging your toes out? Are you a little pigeon-toed? Um, pay attention to that. Try to focus on straightening your feet. Um, these are small things that, like I said, I think it's best to work with a coach on these muscle compensations, someone who specializes in biomechanics, um, or even a sports doctor who specializes in biomechanics. But if you are home and you're wanting to know really where to start, before you even pick up a weight, you need to get in check with your posture. And you need to get in check with how your body is functioning and what you're feeling. Because if you nail that in, you're going to decrease your risk of injury. You're going to really be able to feel what you're doing. Like when you do a push-up, oh, where do I feel this? Okay, I used to feel this in my low back because I had that severe arch and my stomach was protruding. I was sinking into the floor. Now I feel my chest, frontal delts, my core, my glutes. Like I feel everything in this push-up. Any results so, can be better doing less. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yes. So if you just focus on main small movements and looking at yourself in the mirror, record videos of yourself, record your progress too. Like I think that's huge. Um, but slowing down movements and before you even start picking up weight, do all of those body weight movements and start focusing on how you can maybe do a few more reps or you can slow down the tempo. Um, I think if you, if you literally just did that, especially if you're starting from nothing or you've maybe taken a long time off and you're like, Ooh, I know I never paid attention to my posture. You literally did that for like 12 weeks then when you're ready to progress safely to using weights, if you can do so, then you're going to get so much more out of it. And you're not going to risk injuring yourself as much. There's always a risk of injury with doing any exercise. But your risk of injury is going to go down severely. Your overall posture is going to improve. You're going to get more out of these movements. Because, like, Dawn was talking to me. She's like, I never was able to really develop my biceps the way I wanted. Never. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, I can tell you why. Boom, 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 boom. You know, going down the list. But things like her traps mm -hmm. are, cause, are actually pooling. So now it's like we focus on, okay, let's fix the posture. Hashtag Lil Shruggy. Lil, oh, yeah, yeah. We got to bring that name, Lil yeah. Shrug. So, so for Lil those Shrugs. of you that don't know, that is my nickname behind closed doors with Tati. Lil Shruggy. Uh -huh. She's dropping a single right. soon. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? There's that song, Bust Down, Tatiana. So we uh -huh. can do a remix featuring Lil Shruggy. There you go. Or it'll be featuring Tatiana. It'll be by Lil Shruggy. Yes. Yeah. Featuring Tatiana correcting Lil Shruggy. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, this will be good. Colin, start thinking of some things. And we can we can make a uh, single, and then that can be our new opening for our mm -hmm. podcast. It'll be like Dawn rapping. Love it. Love it. But there are things that with Dawn, I know that she was using instead of her biceps. Like just looking at her posture and us working together, I know, hey, these are the, this is why. So... You may be doing lat pulldowns, and you've been doing lat pulldowns, you've been doing rows, you've been doing all this, and you couldn't even get close to doing a pull-up. And, like, you, with, say, you're in pretty decent shape, you should be able to do a pull-up. Don's like, once again, oh, are you talking me. to me? God, like, darn it. Me. That's it. I'm leaving the room. No. <laughs> <laughs> Little shruggy out. out. But, Mic drop. you know, I'm not saying everybody sh can do a pull-up just because they've been doing these movements. I'm not saying that. However... 
when my clients say, well, I'm just never going to be able to do a pull-up or it's because I weigh too much, even though it's like, hey, your like relative strength and your weight are totally like, Different, it should make right. sense. Yeah. Anyway, but if you've been doing all those things, you're like, how come I couldn't even try to do a part of a pull-up? And it's like, well, let's see you do a lat pull-down. It's like, okay, you know what? You've been using about 5% of your lats and what you've been using instead has been your traps, your shoulders, your chest. I mean... There are reasons why you haven't been able, oh, I just, my body just doesn't develop it. No. If you do lat pulldowns, you will develop lat muscles and lat strength. Like, that's why you do that movement over and over. So, and of course, everyone develops things differently. There is There are genetic, like, some people just got freaking bomb-ass hamstrings, and I'm like, mine don't look like that. So it's like there are genetic predispositions, but I will say, I do have to say only because those of you know that I always use my poor husband as an example and it's never something positive. So, <laughs> so today She's like, I, here I am again to nope today. Oh. I'm going to give him a positive oh. shout out. You want to talk about good genes. Oh. I swear to you that man and his family have the best bicep genes on the planet. His sister's I'm telling you, I'm convinced they don't work out their biceps. Just convinced. Now, they <laughs> they might argue when they hear this, but I'm convinced they don't. Yet, uh, his sister will come over and she looks like, bam, it's just full bicep unflexed, but it looks like her arm is flexed. And she doesn't do anything Some with people it. have that with calves, too. It's We crazy. were talking about that. Like, because calves, actually, if you have a longer tendon, <clears throat> uh-huh. your calves will never be impressive. It's truly just a genetic thing. And I shouldn't say never. That's rude. Because some people right. may be like, mine are freaking badass. Okay. But, like... <laughs> If you have a long tendon, that means your muscle size is actually, your muscle is shorter. Right. So people who have a shorter tendon and a larger calf really muscle, they don't calves. have to do shit. Yeah. They just walk around. They got these awesome calves. Yeah. And then they yeah. exercise on top of it. Game over. It is the same thing with So, yes, husband. there is. Yeah. And I'm telling you. He doesn't work no out. No offense, babe. I love you. He does not work out. Okay, well, he does occasionally. Every once in a while, he'd be like, look, I'm working out. Aren't you proud of me? And I am proud of you, babe. I am so proud of He's you. He's picking but, up the wine bottle. But <laughs> that, is, that can be a bicep workout. I want a you to know. But I, but I will say, it doesn't matter if he is not in the gym for two years. That's the thing that And then he goes around. back up and just picks up a, something once you know, for 20 minutes, he comes out. I'm like, that is just not fair. Oh, yeah. It's not that's fair. 100% you have this true. raging uh-huh. bicep. Where the heck did that come from? And I used to try to work on mine forever because I just wanted a little baby like, bump. I just want a little. Like a little baby bicep that you're like, oh, she works out. I don't think mine are that impressive either. Like in terms of like mm. some girls have like where they're just like this and they're just sitting there. It's like, yeah. You know what but, I mean? But I think those girls are like really low body fat. Not saying that you're not low okay, body fat. I'm leaving. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you are. You no, are low body like, fat. Shredded but you know body I mean? they're building. like shredded Yes, where they really cut and they're eating in a very unpleasant way. Yeah, Yeah. so there are certain things, like, you may not develop them like someone next to you right. you may be like oh my gosh like i have a we have a joke with one of my clients she was talking about someone who would come into the gym and their calves were just like awesome and she's mm-hmm. like you know i'm trying to do like a million calf raises might never look like that mm-hmm. so there are times they like that but yeah they may not look a certain way however if you've been training a specific muscle group properly it should be stronger it should be developed now once again also diet and all these other things come into play yes but this is assuming mm-hmm. that your stuff is locked in and you're wondering, what is going on? Why can't I not do a pull-up? Why don't I feel my lats? Why don't I see them? Probably because you've been performing movements that haven't been activating them. So I think, like, basically, number one is if you can find someone who specializes in this or work with a trainer just to saying, identify. Just talk to your girl. I'm just Hello. saying. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. But 
truly though, I will, I would love to chat with you if you want to work with me. Um, but that's your first and foremost. And a good coach can be able to identify those things. If you talk to them about your posture and they seem like they're just ready to throw you under some barbells and like make you sweat and cry and die, that's not the person for you. And that's fine. They, they can train people who want to do that. Um, but if you're worried about your posture, talk to them about it. Make sure they can educate you on that. Um, if there's some things they don't know, doesn't mean they're bad. If they're willing to do the work and say, hey, let me learn a little bit more about this. I'll come back to you. Cool. Could still be a great fit for you. If you can't afford a coach or that's just not a priority to you at this time, but you want to start paying attention to this stuff, like Dawn said, a mirror is handy. Record yourself. Start even just day to day. Focus on your posture. Are you rounded forward when you're sitting there? Are you overarching your low back? Do you have pain in your low back? Are you slouching your low back into your chairs? You know, think about those things. And then when you start exercising at home, push-ups, squats, um, planks, wall sits, glute bridges, lunges, as long as you do not have pre-existing injuries, can be great movements to start with body weight for you to focus on what is my posture like when I'm doing these movements? What do I feel when I'm doing these movements? Do I feel confident in these movements? And then you can start slowly progressing in the gym. But if you start with this foundation, especially if you seek help, then you're going to go so much further than if you go from zero to 100 and start just kicking ass in the gym with stuff that you've maybe never done. Agreed. Agreed. Colin, do you have any last um, closing pieces? <laughs> He's sitting tall as hell, though, I tell you. <laughs> never seen... <laughs> Colin's like, okay. It's the straightest I've ever seen him. I yeah. know. Wow, he's tall. <laughs> Grew a whole inch. But if you guys have any questions, um, concerns, yeah, like Don said, I would love to chat with you. If you want to work with me, I do online coaching as well, which even though I cannot see you, if you are a great fit for me, we have ways so that I can watch your form. If you want to work with me in small group training in Scottsdale, Arizona, let me know at Tatiana Britton on Gmail. But if you have any questions, concerns, want us to cover any topics, then you can message me or Dawn on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Dawn at a new Dawn Wellness. She wasn't stumped. This I know. But otherwise, that is all we have for you guys today. Thank mm -hmm. you for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>